0: Hello lovelies, welcome to episode 5 of my wonderful clusterfuck life. I hope you all are having an amazing week. It's Wednesday already, it's two more days closer to the weekend, thank God. I have been grinding it out, is that what the kids are saying? I have been grinding because I am not planning on taking any time off until like April Because the boyfriend and I, we love going to concerts. And there are so many good concerts coming in 2020. So I am having to save my PTO for that. Because all these concerts are on a damn Thursday, Wednesday. Like, I don't think any of them that we're going to are on a weekend. So I am going to have to use my work time off for that. So I have been working my ass off. Which is why I did not have time to record last week, and I do apologize. I had every intention on recording, and every time I sat down to record, I had to do something, or my damn dogs would be barking, or my cats would be meowing, and I don't like recording when the zoo is going on, so... I just, I could not for the life of me find the time to record, and I am so sorry for that because hashtag anxiety, I don't like not completing something, I want to be consistent with this, and I want to post weekly, so it has bothered me ever since, I've thought about it every day, I'm like, should I record it while I'm driving to work, no, should I do it when I get home from work, no, I'm too fucking tired when I get home from work, so, I finally had time to sit down today and record, and I'm going to try, fingers crossed, to record another one by the end of this week, because I will be with the boyfriend all weekend, so I know I'm not going to have time to do it then, so I will do my best, y'all. I'm trying, but um, What else has been going on with me? I know I mentioned in my last episode that I'm doing not a new diet, but I'm just, I'm counting my calories. So my weekend also consisted of just me trying to stay on track because, like I said, I'm so good and consistent with eating right and working out Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. But Friday is my scheduled cheat meal day. And I go ham on Friday, every Friday, but then it turns into going ham on Saturday and Sunday, and I'm almost 100% positive. That is why I'm not seeing any results as far as my weight loss goes. I lost about 25 pounds, and then it just stopped. I have been at the same weight for probably almost a damn year now. And I know it's because of my weekends, because... Saturday, what is like, oh, comfort to me is getting Whataburger breakfast, sitting on my couch, catching up on all my recorded shows, and just eating and indulging, and then possibly falling asleep on the couch afterwards, who knows, and just being lazy, like, that is so comforting to me, but I know I can't fucking do that, so this weekend... Was the first weekend and probably ever that I was good. I stayed on track. I counted my calories. I did not have fast food, which is crazy because usually I have fast food Friday, sometimes twice or three times on Saturday, sometimes twice or three times on Sunday. And I know that's not good for me. That's why I'm not seeing any more weight loss results. So, I am trying my damnedest to stay on track. It's really hard, but I have a vision of the body I want, and damn it, I'm going to get there, and this is how I have to do it, so I'm doing my best, y'all. Okay, so today's episode, you nasty hoes wanted a dating slash sex story of mine. Of course you did, (laughs) but honestly, these... When I I usually kind of map out what I'm going to say and try to remember all the awful details of some of these stories of mine. And as cringeworthy as they are, it's almost therapeutic in a way because it gets it out and I honest to God hope I never have to tell these stories again. So as entertaining as it is for y'all, It's very therapeutic for me. So, I'm killing two birds with one stone here. So, let's spill the tea, shall we? So, I know when I told my first awful fuckboy story, that was... He wasn't the first one, but he was pretty early on in my dating world, I guess you could say. Um, I met the first fuck boy on Plenty of Fish, but then I think one of my friends introduced me to Tinder, and at first, like, you had to have, like, a Facebook login, and I was like, no, I can't let people know I'm on Tinder, like, I thought it was gonna show up on Facebook that I was on Tinder, but it just needed, like, your login, you know, so once I figured that out, I got on Tinder, and I know Tinder is, like, known for... Like being the hookup app, right? But that was definitely not my intentions. Honestly, I am not the type of girl who can just go hook up with somebody that I don't know. That is like physically not in me. For me to sleep with you, I have to have some sort of connection with you. We have had to be talking for a little bit. I have to like you in some way, you know, there has to be some kind of mental connection there, or else I just, I can't do it, so I just, it's not in me, but, um, but yeah, that is where this all kind of started, I got on Tinder, and this was not, it was a while, I got out of a long-term relationship, very long-term relationship, well, that, that's a whole nother episode, but I got out of the relationship, waited a very long time, and then I got on Tinder. And I wasn't really sure what to expect or what I was looking for. I had not been in the dating world for five, six, seven years. So I I almost kind of forgot how to date or, like, talk to people in that way, so... I was honestly pretty shocked when I got on Tinder just from some of the messages these dudes would send me. Like, I was jokingly tell people that I got this message on Tinder one time. Like, this man messaged me, didn't say, you know, hello, how are you, you know, something like that. He was like, hey, you want to get pizza and fuck? <laughs> Are there dudes really out here talking to women that way? I guess so. Like, if that line works for you, buddy, please let me know how that works out. Because I don't think you're going to be getting anyone with that line. But whatever. (laughs) So, I'd like to say I went through a hoe phase. But it was more of an accidental hoe phase because I was well let's go back when I first got on tinder and I'm swiping and swiping and I'm getting messages and I'm liking the attention honestly like who doesn't like being told they're pretty or that they want to get to know you like that's a huge confidence booster right so I had not had that in my previous relationship like we got to the point there at the end where, you know, he wasn't telling me I was pretty. There were no compliments. Like, no kind of affection whatsoever. So, I almost became numb to that. And I didn't know what affection and feeling appreciated was like. So, when I'm getting these messages from these men complimenting me and wanting to get to know me, I I was digging it. I was all about it, you know. But... There are many I've met several men off of Tinder, I'm not going to lie. Honestly, my current boyfriend, he I met him on Tinder and I'm 99.99999% sure I'm going to marry this man. So, there is hope out there. But <laughs> previous to that, I went through a hoe phase and it was accidental because like I said, I don't do hookups. I don't do one night stands. I don't fuck with none of that. But these men, they, they're manipulative motherfuckers. They really are. They would say they want to meet up with me. They say they want to get to know me. They'd reel me in and I'd meet them. Things would happen and then I'd never talk to them again. Because they ghosted me. And that made me feel so dirty and gross. Because that's not who I am. Like, if I'm asleep with you, I expect to hear from you the next day. Okay? Because I'm not here to play games. I'm not here to fuck you and leave. I I need some sort of communication. And if you're the type of guy that just wants to fuck and leave... Tell me that, but don't sit here and act like you want to get to know me and start some sort of relationship if that's not what you want. That's just, ooh, nothing irks me more than that, but this is kind of the cycle I got into while on Tinder. I would meet someone, hook up, and then they wouldn't talk to me again, so then what do I do? I get right back on the app, swipe, 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 swipe. Find someone else, same thing. They'd want to get to know me. I'd meet them, hook up, ghost. It was a vicious fucking cycle. And I know it was totally my fault. I know I totally walked into it. But I didn't know. I was young. I was early, early 20s. I didn't know. So I unfortunately had to learn the hard way. And a lot of these dating stories, they're going to be very similar in that aspect. You know, I'd meet someone, we'd hook up, they would ghost. And for the longest time, I'm like, am I that bad in bed? Am I that disgusting in person? Like, what is wrong with me? And now that I'm older, and I think back on these things, I'm like, it wasn't you. It was these fuckboys boys." that just used you, they got what they wanted, and they were gone, I mean, it's, it's a, let's like the normal thing nowadays, and I just, I feel for women who go through that, because it's so not worth it, it's such garbage, but, first man I ever met on Tinder, let's spill the tea on him, shall we? But first, let's take a break to hear from one of our sponsors for this episode. Okay, so this man, he lived about an hour or so away from me, I want to say. And we talked for probably several weeks before actually meeting, um, we texted every single day. He seemed very kind. Um, he showed interest in me. He was able to hold a conversation with me. We had chemistry, which is which is you know everything that you could ask for when looking for someone to talk to, and um, he would. There will be many nights where he would text me, like, these really erotic stories, like, sex stories in regards to us, and I was like, oh, damn, I was like, this guy knows what he's talking about, I mean, it was hot, I'm not gonna lie, it was, it was, it didn't seem creepy to me, I was like, oh, okay, I mean, I hope it's gonna be like this in person, you know, so... This guy, he lived in the fucking boondocks, okay? Like, some wrong turn type shit. It was like, you can't find it on Google Maps because it's so deep in the ass crack of the woods. So, I was, well, let's go back. We decided to meet up. He lives in his parents' house. Which, you know, I mean, he was younger, early 20s. That's that's reasonable. But his parents weren't home that weekend or whatever, so he decided to invite me over. Now, you're probably thinking, why would you go to some man's house in the boondocks for first meeting? I don't know. <laughs> I could have easily gotten murdered, but you know what? I was stupid. I was young. I didn't care. And honestly... I almost find that setting more comfortable, even though I'm probably going to get murdered. I, I feel like it's more comfortable because I, God, I hate first dates because you usually go to dinner or a movie and it's fucking awkward. I think I've been on two dates where we it was like a dinner date. And I don't want to be in a restaurant sitting across from you looking at you awkward as fuck. Buck. Like I don't like that so that is why I decided okay let's let's meet up at your house. It's a comfortable setting. we can relax, get to know each other. Will you get murdered? Probably but you know let's go. Yolo. <laughs> so okay, so we decided to meet up. He's giving me the directions to his house and by some act of God I, I made it to his house. Deep in the fucking woods. I had to go down, like, gravel roads and, like, a cattle thing that you have to drive over. It was fucking insane. But I made it. Um, now, this guy, I wouldn't say he's, like, oh my god, drop dead gorgeous. Not even at all. Like, in pictures and everything, I'm like, eh, you're okay. Like, I'm not big on looks. I gotta be attracted to you. But that's not the most important thing. And he was alright. I mean he was nice to me. And that's why I kind of went along with it. So. I get there. He's. He's very short. Like I'm 5'5". He's probably 5'5". Maybe 5'6". Which I don't want to knock people in height. But. I'd like you to be taller than me. Otherwise I feel like. I'm towering over you, and that's not cute, but, you know, whatever, whatever, so I get there, he's short, not the cutest, and he's drinking beer, which is, you know, fine, drink your beer, whatever, but I i think he might have been a little drunk when I got there, which is not cute, but he was extremely lax, and just drinking his beer, he'd finish a beer, Go get another one. Asked if I wanted beer. I'm like, no, I don't drink beer, but thank you. Then he asked me if I wanted wine. I'm like, no, I don't drink wine, so I'll just sit here and be sober and awkward. So, we were just sitting on the couch watching TV, cuddling or whatever, and I mean, it was okay. I felt okay, and then we were talking, and (laughs) he started I don't know, I think there's this rap song called Court 45, Court, Cult 45, I think it's, I think that's what it's called, and I don't know what brought it up, but I think he asked me if I knew the song, and I'm like, no, so he starts rapping this rap, word for word, loud as fuck, while I'm just sitting there, and I'm like... What the fuck is going on? And it was so awkward. And I thought he was going to stop. And then he'd just keep going. I'm like, why would you do this in front of a girl that you just met? I'm so fucking confused. It was so awkward. But I just toughened it out and said, you know what? You're here. Fuck it. Just Maybe he's just weird. I don't know. But... (laughs) fast forward I honestly don't even remember the sex. I think it was okay, but it was like nothing story-worthy or anything. Um Yeah, I don't even know. <laughs> I don't think it was that good. I think we had sex one time in his bed and then I fell asleep, and I think he woke me up in the middle of the night, and we had sex again. But that, I don't remember, like I said, I don't remember it being anything to brag about. I don't think it was that good. <laughs> it was nothing like the stories he would text me. Nothing like that. And, um, yeah. I, like I said, I don't really remember the sex, but I do remember he got up and... He- He got me a water, a water bottle, and I was laying on my stomach, and he came back in the room, and he threw this water bottle on my back, my bare back, like, cold, wet water bottle. He just threw it on my back. I'm like, what the fuck, dude? Like, I just thought that was so rude, and that's really the only thing I remember. But, yeah, I know, not a very exciting sex story, but, you know. We're starting from the top, and we're going to work our way down. <laughs> but the next morning, I just remembered I I was ready to get the fuck out of there. I was ready to go home. I was so glad it was daylight. Thank God he woke up early. I think he woke up at like 6 or 7 o'clock in the morning. I'm like, fuck yes, I'm getting the fuck up out of here. So I get dressed, and I remember he was on the phone with somebody... And uh, he came back in and he he said it was work that was on the phone. He's like, yeah, I got to go into work. Which I think he was just saying that so I would leave. And I'm like, buddy, I'm way the fuck ahead of you. Like, I don't want to stay here one second longer. (laughs) So I leave. He kisses me goodbye. And, you know, a part of me... I knew that I did not want this man, but I still wanted the attention, and I'm so introverted. I knew that morning, the second I left, I was like, this man is not going to talk to me again. I can feel it in my soul, and I was right. I was absolutely right. Um, Like I said, I can tell when the vibes change. I can tell when the moods change, and he definitely gave off those vibes. I knew the second I left, he wasn't going to speak to me again. And he, I don't even know if he talked to me that day at all. I can't remember. But um, I know I said he told me he was going into work. But I get on Snapchat, and he's like, Colin ass down the road in his truck heading towards the beach. I'm like, oh, I thought we were going to work, right? So, I don't know. It was just... It was a really shitty situation. He... You know, even though he didn't work out, he... You don't treat someone like that. You don't... You don't just ghost him. You know, if it doesn't work, I mean, say something. You know, even though you know, we have no ties, just as res- out of respect, tell me that, tell me you're not interested, you know, it's just a respectful thing to do, and he didn't do that, but I was vulnerable, I remember it really bothering me, just the fact that I felt used, that this man, he was the first man I had been with since my, last long-term relationship, so I was very vulnerable, like, I was almost putting all my trust in this man to not fuck me over, because, like, I am just getting on the dating scene again, and I'm not looking to get hurt, and, I mean, he hurt me, in a way. Would I date him? Absolutely not, but I just felt disrespected as a woman, and... In my body, too, you know? Like, he was the first man I'd had sex with since my ex. And I felt foolish for giving that. It was almost like, you know, taking my virginity again, in a way. But, um, I don't know. I just felt dirty. I felt used. And if I could take it all back, oh my god, I absolutely would. I would have never done that. I can say that with pretty much every single person I've had sex with. I would never have done it with them had I known what I know now. But, you know, you live and you learn. You can't take anything back from that. So, so he has, since then, he's tried to talk to me a couple times. Um, he has apologized for ghosting me. And he wanted to, like, try again. Try to get to know me He said I was the first woman he had been with since his ex, so he kind of used that as an excuse, and he wanted to try again, and I'm like, no, thank you, that's okay, and I mean, I'm the type of person where if you come up and talk to me, I'm going to talk back to you, like, I'm, I can't really ignore someone, because I know what it feels like to be ignored, and I... I'm not going to ignore you. Unless you were, like, assaulting me in some way, I'm not going to ignore you. You know, you have something to say, say it. I will respond back, always. So, yeah, he did try to talk to me. He tried to make small talk, and I would talk back. But, um, he'd always try to turn the conversation sexual. Like, he'd try to send me a dick pic, or he'd try to... I don't know. He would just try to flip the conversation and make it dirty. And I'm like, okay, you know what? Say I gave you another chance. Say I said, you know what? I forgive you. I will give you another chance. Why would you talk to a woman like that? Try to just flip it dirty. Like, I didn't give off any vibes that I wanted you to talk dirty to me, but here you are trying to talk dirty to me. Like, It's it's so annoying that these men don't know how to talk to a woman without making it about sex. And it's so disgusting and it's so unattractive. And that's like the first thing I notice about a man is if they can hold a decent conversation. If they know how to communicate without saying, hey, what's up? Or being... Dirty and talk about sex all the time. That is the first thing I notice. And so many of these dudes. They don't know how to talk to a woman. And I'm just like. What would your mother think? Or what would your sister think? Or what would your grandma or your aunt think? Like do you think they'd be cool with you talking to a woman like that? I don't think so. But yeah. That was that. He. Ugh. God bless his heart. He's not the cutest thing in the world. And I I hope he finds happiness. (laughs) Poor thing. I hope he's learned by now to not do what he did to me. And I remember I had these, I had these comfy shorts that I slept in at his house. And I fucking left them there. (laughs) And I wanted to go back so bad just to get my shorts. But I'm like, hell no. I'm like, you can have the fucking shorts. But I really miss those damn shorts. They were so comfortable. But yeah, I have not talked to him since. Uh, I believe I have him on Snapchat, but he has not talked to me since. He just creeps my snaps per usual, so I'm not mad at it. I hope he finds happiness. I hope he finds love. I hope he gets his shit together and learns how to talk to a woman. That is all I can say about that. But if I could take it back, I would not have done that. Hell no. He could not have had my vagina. <laughs> oh guys, I was a I was a fucking mess. I have so many more stories. And I think I'm gonna give y'all another one probably on the next episode, just because I have so many, and they're so terrible, and we can all tee and laugh together about it. Okay, guys, that is it for today's episode. I hope you enjoy my pain and my cringe-worthiness story. Um, If you have any ideas for topics, hit me up. Let me know what y'all want to hear. Let me know if you like this episode. Um, I will post my Instagram and Twitter handles in the episode description. Follow me on Twitter at M-E-B 2010. Follow me on Instagram at emilyb 2010. I will do my damnedest to be consistent with these things because I really, this is something I'm very passionate about. And I hope you guys continue to listen. I hope you all have an amazing rest of the week and an awesome weekend. Love you guys. Thank you so much for the support. Bye. Thank mm-hmm. you.